Call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Yes, sir. We are the McFarlands, if you haven't figured that out. And we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Damon Keene is alongside. It is a gorgeous day here at Music City. Bill Keene, we will talk some college football with him. He kind of knows something about it. And so we're going to talk to him coming up in about 10 minutes. Rankings are out. There's a lot going on in the college football world. Bobby Petrino. Really? Back at Arkansas. The defections of Vanderbilt. We can even ask him about stock still. There's a Washington State quarterback that apparently 10 schools. These are the reports that are out there. 10 schools that have offered him at least a million dollars to transfer to their school. Wow. That's where we are. Wow. In big boy football days. In the Power Five, at least, that's well, where we power, are. Well, that's big boy football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I wonder if this is happening between Sam Houston State and, you know, San Diego State. I just no, wonder. It's not. Okay. I feel pretty confident. I don't know that, okay. but I feel pretty good about it. I just wonder, you know, is this happening in the MAC? No, because those kids are, look, and this is the part you hate, right? Because the the haves and the have-nots, it. Look, this transfer portal is going to absolutely have more of the haves and the have-nots, right? Because now the mid-major schools that were able to get these kids that we've watched over the years play at a high level, now the minute everybody the minute everybody figures out Justin they can play, the big boys come calling. Right? Yeah. They're like, come on with it. Yep. Get yourself on film. Uh, Well, look at that that kid for UT. Yeah. Felt connected. Where did he come from? Mm, well, I forget. I'm drawing blanks. I, but uh, I mean, we can keep going. That kid Schrader, who shredded everybody this year. You talking about from plays from Missouri? Division two. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it right? It, division two. I think you're right. I, think NAIA, it was division two, I mean, yeah. it was like what? Yeah. It doesn't take much. Shredding doesn't the take SEC. much. But those those teams have no chance of keeping those kids. None. 
No. No. And they know that. And they know, again, it's going to take an adjustment. It's going to take an adjustment on everybody's part to understand this is the new way to go. We are all now playing, you know, John Calipari ball. It's one and done time uh, for everybody. The team you're going to have, you're going to have them for a year. Right. You and need to be on a one. Right. But you need to base everything off year to year. Where right. before, I, I, I this is a wild guess, before there was probably, what, 35% turnover in college football from year to year? Oh, no. It was way less than that. You know. Way less. I'm thinking in the NFL mindset because in the NFL it was more like that, I feel like. No, no. Um, so I, I, I can just tell you, I saw, I'm trying to bring it up now. Oh, yeah. The FBS rosters grow to 20.5% transfers in 2023. Hmm. That's up 6.5% from uh, 2019. So yeah. it, it's just, every year it's the most it's ever been. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to continue. And by so, the, I was going to say, that's just right now. Yeah. It's going to continue. I can't wait to hear about the quarterback who played for four or five different teams. Um, you know, well, it's what, coming up already, here. What do you mean? We've, we're already seeing that. We're seeing quarterbacks who played for four or five different teams? Well, I DJ, I can't say his last name. Started at Clemson. What, went to Notre Dame? Now he's at uh, Washington State. That's this this quarterback I'm talking about. Well, he, I mean Oregon State. Excuse me, Oregon, Oregon State. State. Well, uh, okay, Ungale, three different what, Ungale, yeah, yeah. whatever the heck his last name is. Yeah, I mean they're gonna uh, be there a year well, at a time. Who was the kid of Who was the kid of Florida? Oh, this year I have no idea who the kid of Florida was. Well, no, this year. not this year. Well, I mean I know that was just two. The <laughs> one kid, um, he, he was on like his fourth school. Yeah. I mean, it's just a different world than where you came from. Those examples says. are already out there. Wow. Yeah, no, they're get, already out there. They get there. four or five different schools. Yeah. Like, I mean, jeez. They just bounce around. I understand about two, but four or five. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's There There are plenty of examples of already three and four school kids already. Yeah, you can't stop it. Yeah. Um, speaking of can't stop it, uh, one of the things that's going to happen here very soon uh, is MTSU is going to hire a brand new football coach. Uh, and their athletic director had some things to say um, in order to try and prime everyone for exactly what he's looking for. Now, he said several things here that I know we didn't have a chance to get into yesterday. But before we get to Bill King, I want to go ahead and hear from Chris Massaro, the uh, longtime AD at MTSU. This is what he said shortly after they let go of Rick Stockstill. A really good record against the conference opponents, and then the last five years we, we were we're below 500. We we're 16 and 22 in conference. So this wasn't just this season, and, and I tried to emphasize that with the players a little bit when we met with them. That it's just not this season. That the, there's an erosion in our football program. We need to do better than 16 and 22 over the last five years inside our conference. And so we need to do better in a lot of areas. We need to do better administratively. We need to do better to provide more resources and those kind of things so, so we're not sitting right here again in the near future. So uh, we look forward to a new staff, uh, a new head coach. Uh, but that's, that's, that's the main reason I, I think that is, is the why. Uh, and, and that was it. And over that same time period, our overall was 26 and 32. And so, uh, so it was really the last five years, and, and mostly the conference record. Uh, 
I don't have a preset offense, defense, head coach, assistant coach, any of those kind of things. But I do want a, a, a person that's got kind of – I think this department needs a little bit of over-the-top type personality. Uh, it's something that I don't possess, and I think it would be great if our football coach possessed that so we can go. And, and, and I think one of the things is to kind of reconnect with our – with our community and fan base and those kind of things. So uh, I, I see this as an opportunity to, to build all those bridges. The extension was, was, was contract protected. It was in his, it was in his contract. So, uh, so if he won, like uh, we won eight games last year, so he got the automatic extension. So uh, the, the, you always kind of, try to evaluate the football program and, and I think what's happened here and some of it's over time that his windows of opportunity and chances got smaller as we went on and and, and in some ways you look at it maybe we're competing against his own standards you know and eight wins wasn't good enough or seven wins wasn't good enough and, and so and we need to do better we need to be at 10 and 12 and those kind of things but I, I think it got more difficult like uh, through the course of this year, we talked, and it shouldn't be this hard. And so I don't think it's been brewing for a while. You know, you always prepare for success, and, and you, you always keep all these contingencies in the back of your mind. But we went into this season really thinking we could win the championship, and, and I, I think that was the mindset of the coaches. That was the mindset of me. I, I've, we felt good about it, and it just didn't work out that way. Okay. So a couple of takeaways from that. Yeah. And by the way, that was just about three minutes of a 22 20 minute press something minutes yeah. of Christmas sorrow. I, I guess I'm a bit confused on, well, they need to be winning 10 games. They need to be a lot more successful in their conference. Okay. That's, that's all great, but I'm confused because it seems confusing to me that now you're, the standard is you need to, you know, you need to be a whole lot better, like 10 wins and 12 wins. And you, you're, you're the one who gave your coach a, a, a contract that said every time he's bowl eligible, he gets a year tacked on and gets a raise bowl eligible, six wins. So how did the standard, the standard change? Yeah. But, but, but what precedent was there to say that the standard changed other than you fired him? Like when did you tell? When, when did you that, tell him yeah, that when the did conference? You tell us and and, and, and listen, him. We and don't know that. that. We don't know the meeting that took place the, that said, "Listen, right, I, you need to win more conference games, or else this is going to be a problem." I didn't hear the eighteen other minutes or nineteen other minutes. Sure. Did he say? Did Chris Massaro say, "Hey, look, I, we had come into this season that last off season. I said, "Hey, we we got to pick this up." Like, was there ever that revealed in the press conference? Like, <laughs> hey, we sat down and discussed kind of the new parameters. Around this program, I didn't hear that. Okay. I heard that they said they they were expecting to be a whole lot better, a whole lot more better than what they were this year, this past year. They were expecting to be much better than four and eight. Okay, if they went eight and four, do you yeah. think he gets fired? No. Okay. No, I do don't. You think if he went seven and five and went to a bowl game, no, and won it, no. You see what I mean? Like, so have the standards really changed? Well, because that's exactly what he's been doing for eighteen years. Right, we went over all this. So, yeah. I by the way, I agree with you. I agree with those answers. Yeah. And so, well, I'm hearing one thing. I'm not sure I'm buying that. 
so you you want to be double digit? There's nothing wrong with that. No, I, I get that. I, no, I'm cool with that. But since when? Since when did that become the parameters for MTSU football? I mean, I, I agree with you. Seven and five in a bowl win. He's still their coach. So you're. It's not about more conference wins. It's not about ten wins or double digit wins. It's not. I think seven and five in a right, bowl Rick, loss. He's Rick still Stock there. Stills personality. He's he's been what he's been for eighteen seasons. So. Listen. You and I were on the radio last year when a whole lot of people went to Hawaii and and uh, where is it the the Bahamas and a whole well, they, lot of they, dig- those back to back years a whole Hawaii lot of dignitaries Bahamas. got on the got yes. on the plane yep. and flew down there and, and I'm sure they enjoyed themselves time. okay and I'm sure no one was talking you know what Rick Stockstill's got to go while I, you're out there in the Bahamas right I don't think anybody was having those conversations and by the way the last two those two years that you were talking about yeah guess what they were in their conference. Third, five hundred, yeah, four and four, four and four. Well, and I agree again. I agree with you. I don't believe anybody was talking about any of this stuff in Hawaii last year or the Bahamas the year before that. Uh, and they went four and four at conference play again. Yeah, I'm okay with this, Justin. But it's like when did when did the shift happen? When, when I, did, I didn't get the press release or the memo on. The new expectations of MTSU football. I wonder if them switching conferences had anything to do. Because he said at the beginning of this now, they he said at in- the beginning of his uh, career, at the beginning of his time, he had a really good conference record is what Chris Massaro just said. And then he says in the last five years, it hasn't been going well in the conference. And they just got to Conference USA about 10 years ago. 11 to be exact. Okay. This year was their 11th year in Conference USA. Yeah. They didn't just make the switch. I know. This was year 11. I understand. I'm just saying when he said, well, we had a really good conference record early on because you have to, we, we're talking about a long time here. We're not talking about, you know, a very short window. We're not talking about Mike Vrabel in six years. We're talking about 18 years. And when he said at the beginning, he's talking about 2006, 2007, 2008, when they were in a different conference. And now we've moved on to a what we think is a bigger, bigger and better conference in Conference USA uh, compared to where they came from. So, you know, I, I I wonder. I wonder if the conference play and the lack of conference success, as he just mentioned, had anything to do with it. And if that's what they really wanted for their kids is not just to go to bowl games because he went to 10 bowl games in 18 years. Mm-hmm. 10. Yeah. That, that's not, it's not half bad. With no help. He went to 10 bowl games. Justin, with no help. And I know Chris Masaro just said that in the clip we played. He did. You know, we got to do more administration. Well, yeah. you think? Yeah. You, you think? Well, are you, so you're you're prepared. I know they're building new facilities again, but you didn't do that on his watch. Like, isn't that the irony of that? Right? Like, they're going to build all this new stuff. It's not going to be on his watch. It's not going to be for him. Right? It won't be for him. So, so I, and again, I don't have a problem with anything that was said. It was just like, but yeah, I didn't get the memo on all this new stuff that MTSU football, the new. Expectations and the new standards for MTSU football. I, mean, I, I missed all that. And by the way, it's been the same people in charge the whole time. The whole time. It's been Dr. McVie. Nothing has changed. It's been Chris Massaro. Right. It's been the it's same. The same people. It's been the same folks. So I, I, I don't know. We don't know the conversations that were had about what the expectations were. I'm just saying they went from the Sun Belt to Conference USA, and you know, the records. Apparently weren't as good. Apparently, I, I don't. I don't know. We'll come back, Bill Keen. We'll keep this discussion going on the college football side. We'll talk with Bill Keen. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show.
Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. When you've experienced the loss of a loved one, you can trust SAG Funeral Home to guide you through the process of honoring their life. At SAG Funeral Home, they pride themselves in serving families in Nashville and surrounding areas with dignity, respect, and compassion. The staff is experienced in a variety of funeral services and can help you celebrate your loved one, no matter your religion, culture, or budget. Family and veteran-owned funeral home and cremations now are handled all in one location. We'll help create a personalized experience to pay tribute to your loved one's unique life. Ask about the pre-planning service as well. SAG Funeral Home, serving Nashville and Middle Tennessee for over 40 years. In your time of need, you need someone you can trust, who can provide comfort to your family in a very professional way. SAG Funeral Home, 1503 Buchanan Street. Call today, 615-244-5044. 615-244-5044. SAG Funeral Home, for comfort and care in your time of need. SAG Funeral Home, proud sponsor of TSU football on WNSR. Alpine Concrete is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Alpine Concrete, serving the greater Nashville area with quality and pride. For all your residential and commercial concrete needs, call today for a free estimate at 615-474-7859. 615-474-7859. That's Alpine Concrete. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signs. can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's yeah. just the this. McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Rolling along on this Wednesday afternoon, beautiful day here in the Music City. Darren and Justin, we are The McFarlands, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. And we're now talking live with Bill King. 
He's live every Monday or every morning, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. here on these airwaves. He joins us. Bill, how are we doing? Yeah, starting at 6 is truly a check of whether you're alive or not. That's, <laughs> that gets it going right there. Listen, Bill, I start at 4 a.m., okay? <laughs> yeah, I was say, yeah, you can say that to me. I'm not sure, Justin. <laughs> Uh, in fact, you've got your big deal coming up. Uh, what? Not this Friday, but next Friday at the beautiful downtown Omni. You do this every year, and people come in from all over. And uh, that's coming up, isn't it? Yes. Two weeks from tomorrow. It's Thursday, Friday, the 14th and 15th. And uh, Thursday, you come in. Check in. We'll have a huge suite, the Bill King suite at the very top up there. People can come and go. We'll have some adult refreshments. And then the next day we'll do a five-hour show, feed them breakfast, and have a lot of fun. Oh, man. It's Thursday, Friday this year instead of a Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, so it's Thursday, Friday. I like it. Playing with fire, Bill. That's awesome. (laughs) Thursday, Friday. We were talking about Rick Stockstill. We've done it a lot this week. 18 seasons. uh, It's come to an end. Tough year this year. They go four and eight, lose to Sam Houston to close out the season. Rick Stockstill is out at MTSU. What what do you make of that? What are your thoughts on that? He fought a good fight for a long time with a situation where resource wise, you're always going to be without right to a certain extent, and it's also tough because when you recruit, you can recruit, recruit, recruit. And at the last minute, anybody can come pre-signing day and take your player if they think that they need them. It's also tough in the transfer portal because if you've got a guy you developed and played well, he's not going to stick around. It's just a tough gig, and uh, he fought the good fight. It's got to be somebody, I think, relatively young, not too young, that has unlimited energy that can go in there and put in the amount of stress and hours you need to get a job done like that. Any idea where they turn? Oh, I've heard names like Manny Diaz, former coordinator there, and others. I, I'm not sure exactly which way they're going to turn, but it better be who is a ferocious recruiter and obviously understands that resource-wise you're going to be limited. Do you like? And you're not going to have a lot of support. Do you like Scotty Waldron at Austin P? I don't know him well enough, guys. Okay. I really don't. Okay. Yeah, I do not know him. What do you make? We'll stay local. What What do you make of all the defections? And I get it. Everybody, like you said, everybody's jumping in the portal. The roster turnover is the high. It's the highest it's ever been every single this time every single year now. Right? That's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The defections of Vanderbilt after losing their last ten games. Two quarterbacks gone, their third leading tackler. I mean, the list goes on and on. Clark Lee's fired some coaches. Uh, what do you make of what's going on over in West End? Anything that goes on there, guys, being from here, living here, growing up, when it's bad doesn't surprise me. And uh, I would say by Vanderbilt low standards, football standards now, this is probably another level of, of desperation. And it's only going to get more difficult. The NIL era doesn't help Vanderbilt at all. It further separates them 
from state U's across the league and across the country. And the future of college sports doesn't help them either. Texas and Oklahoma doesn't help them. It pushes them. Well, they're already at the bottom, but it pushes them further away in that bottom slot. And there's really not a whole lot anybody can do about it. Frankly, it's, I don't think a really good coach would come in there and do much better, maybe a little better, but not much better because you're fighting guys again with a Daisy BB gun when they're asking you to compete in a league where everybody has nuclear weapons. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, that's a pretty big gap in that fight. Um, I, I, I hate to say this cause it pains me, but I, in my 25 years of living in this market, I, yeah. I said it this season, Bill, uh, especially when he, he, you could tell he, things were the things that were just crumbling around them. I said, Clark Lee, unfortunately to me, looks like he has the look that every single coach I've seen come through Vanderbilt since I've been here. The look of they all come in saying it's going to be different with me. And then about some somewhere about year three, which is what this is for Clark Lee, the oh crap factor comes into play and they realize none of this is happening the way I thought it was going to happen. And not, I, I can't do what I thought I was going to be able to do. That to me is the look Clark Lee had this year. And 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 I've seen it over and over and over again. And, and unfortunately, none of them are ever able to fix it. And James Franklin knew he couldn't fix it, so he bolted. There was a theory about 30 years ago that if you're going to improve at Vanderbilt in football, you got to sell two things, and that is the best education in the league, mm-hmm. check, and now let's, let's win some football games and have both. Now you're not going to be Alabama Saturday and be Vanderbilt Monday through Friday. We all know that, right? You just can't. They don't, they don't mix. But that was the sales point. What I said back then and what still stands is good players don't give a rip about that, okay? They're, they're signing football scholarships for football. I understand there's a class portion to your day, but they're not doing it because 40 years from now I've got that sheepskin on the wall. It might be nice, but not in the SEC, right? You're, you're not competing. You, you can't sell we're going to win here because we've got smarter ball players than Alabama gets. You just can't. And and so the whole thing has been a farce from the beginning. Bill Keen on the line with us. Bobby Petrino back to Arkansas. Really? Is he going to ride in on that Harley with Blondie? I, I can't wait. Uh, look, I don't think <laughs> offensive coordinators typically do press conferences, but if he does, I'll be watching. Is he going to wear a fake uh, neck brace on the way in? What's this going to look like, guys? We will never, ever forget that whole thing that played out. What was that, a decade ago? A little bit over a decade ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just driving down the road with your volleyball, ex-volleyball player that you got hired in the football office. And God, I still say this. God said this is wrong. little wind blew him right into a ditch, and that was it. Yeah. He was done. <laughs> so are they, what does this hire mean <laughs> i guess is the question i have for you well he made a i think a pretty good impression at a&m as the offensive play caller lost connor wegman easily their starting quarterback and they got down to the point after max johnson got hurt that they were with the third teamer 
he did a good job. He is a brilliant offensive mind. The problem is Arkansas does not have the personnel that Texas A&M has. And Sam Pittman, who was able to establish in 2020 this tough guy persona, which is what he is. I like Sam Pittman. And establish a physicality presence that Arkansas lost it. And it's gone. The chances of you hiring any offensive coordinator, even Bob Petrino, as funny as that is, to come back, it's not going to fix things. There's about a 20% chance that Sam Pittman survives by, by the end of next year. I don't care what magic elixir comes in there. They're so far behind. I'd say other than... Other than Vanderbilt, they're right there at the bottom of the league in personnel right now. They're, they're, they're near the bottom, and you can't fix that, guys, with one dude coming in, and he's going to start dialing up these plays that just completely change your complexion. It's, it's, a, it's a no-win deal. Well, if you're going to throw that out there, you know I have to ask. If that plays out, would they dare – do Bobby Petrino part two? No, no, they can't. But I bet you they go after Gus Malzahn. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he's mm. UCF, mm. he's a state of Arkansas guy, uh, was on the staff. Uh, that would be, if, if you wanted to kind of go get one of your dudes, that'd be the dude. And there's no question that he, UCF's a huge university. He gets paid well there. Herb Hand, former offensive line coach at Vanderbilt, good friend, is his offensive line coach down there in Orlando. He'd crawl on his belly through glass mm. from Orlando to Vietnam. That happened in a second. Mm. What happened with Stoops to A&M, and what do you make of uh, Elko getting hired? Uh, exact, not, not to the level, but the exact replica of the Greg Schiano Tennessee thing. He was hired. They had to get it approved by the board. was probably just going to be a formality. They saw the social media outrage, and they panicked. 100% what happened. Mm. Wow. Okay. Were they spray-painting rocks? <laughs> I don't know. College I told you. Not to that level. Okay. That's what I just said, remember? Okay. But, but they were approaching that level, but they got Greg Schiano is what happened. They weren't burning couches, is what you're saying. No, we okay. weren't there Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh Bill, the assistant coach at Michigan, uh, Sharon Moore, uh, who yeah. has won these last three games or has been on the sideline for these last three games, is this going to get him a head coaching job somewhere? Not now. Not now. He's a former, I like him, former offensive lineman at Oklahoma for mm -hmm. Coach Stoops. And uh, has done a fantastic job in a situation that's kind of awkward, right? I mean, this guy's missed six games. Your head coach has missed six games now due to uh, penalties. But, uh, no, if your question obviously is how does this enhance the resume, it absolutely does. He's done a wonderful job keeping this together. And let's face it, he's got a lot of talent to work with, and everything pretty much was in place. But, no, he will get something for this. I just don't think just the landscape I'm looking at and the openings I'm looking at, and I do think he's going to be picky. Why not? Mm -hmm. I don't think his time is right now. Interesting. Interesting. He had to make some really tough calls, especially during that Ohio State game. And if if you truly believe he was in charge, boy, he made some he made some gutsy ones, uh, you know, down the stretch there that really can, that really showed who he was as a decision maker. If he was truly making all the decisions, you know how the back channel game goes uh, about yeah. who's the, deciding whether or not we're going to go for it here or not, or kick the field goal or, or what have you. 
Um, Ryan Day, if he loses this game next year, is he fired? The only guy that has lost like this in this game, in the game, was John Cooper. And John Cooper won double digits a year, but mm-hmm. he went something like 2-10-1. and one. It was awful against Michigan. Won pretty much everything else. You realize Ryan Day is 40-0 and 0 against the rest of the league? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you see that? That's yeah. remarkable. That is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, that's a tough one. He, he's He's been to the playoffs a couple times already, but this is, we have to admit, between the two, this is the game, and you cannot repeatedly lose it. I, I don't know that I would predict they're going to run him out of town if he goes 11-1 and again next year. I would think maybe if an NFL-type situation presented itself, and I don't know which one, guys, you know me, I don't watch it, but I think he'd probably move on. Hmm. He doesn't. He's not a Buckeye. He's from New Hampshire. It's not like he's been a Buckeye. Urban Meyer hired him. He'd only been there a year or two when he got elevated. But so I don't think there's any deep loyalty. I'm a Buckeye for my life, and I grew up in Sandusky, Ohio. Right? He, he's not one of those guys. So I could see them separating. I don't know if I'm prepared to say he loses again and is fired. I heard Watson Brown this morning on these airwaves on the yeah. show after yours, Bill. Tell Greg and John he's done it twice. He's lived that rivalry game: Ole Miss, Mississippi State. For two games, and he split them both as a coach on staff. And he did Oklahoma, Texas, same deal, two games, split it. And he said, "Here's the reality: when you win, everybody pats you on the back and smiles and talks to you for a year. When you lose, they turn their head and they go the other way." He goes, "That's the reality." And you know, when you sign up for those gigs, there's that one game, fair or unfair. This is what happens when you don't win that one game. Yeah. And that is the game for both schools. And now he's lost three and he's in lost a three row. in a row. So that's a long time without talking to anybody. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> Tough yeah. to get a cheeseburger there in Columbus. Um Hugh Freeze. Bill. I mean Oh boy. Bill. <laughs> I don't even want to speak how, but Bill. How? How, Listen, how does man, that happen? I mean, I, 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 speaking of looking the other way for I a can year, see, first of all, first of all, the Iron Bowl in Auburn is like the most bizarre thing in the entire college football landscape. Uh, it is to me the, and it's only because I've lived down there and experienced the, the the fever and the feel of this game for multiple years. I don't know how anything tops it, but especially when it's in Auburn, there is something magical about that particular experience and we saw it again almost 10 10 years to the night of the kick six bama comes back and gets the revenge if you're hugh free did, did hugh free sleep at night has he slept since mm-hmm. like like man like i'm praying for him honestly this is this is tough man like well, what does he tell himself in the morning i after think that? i saw a stat i think this is right bill confirm if this is right or or tell me i'm wrong if they lost that game, Nick Saban would have been four and five at Auburn in his career. True. Think about that. True. Under five hundred. Yeah. Somewhere. There's weird stuff happens over there with the success he's the had. Yeah. Right. The goat. He would have been under five hundred at Auburn. And this is not a, by Auburn standards a real good team. 
No, right. no, it's not. Well, no, no, it is not, Bill. It is not. Just watching <laughs> that play. Remember, remember, it was a bad snap, so they lost a bunch of yards. It was almost like, remember in the Georgia game, when Tua freshman hit Smitty freshman to win the national championship, the play before, Tua took a horrible sack. Yes. Remember that? Yes. It was second yeah. and 26, and yeah. then they throw it over the top, touchdown, game over. Yeah. This was not a national championship, but a horrible play. And now you got fourth in 31, yeah. game over. How about that? I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. And I pointed something out, and I, and I want to hear actually both of you gentlemen about, about this. I, I told I was explaining the intricacies, for lack of a better term, of the Hail Mary to my to my wife here about what the what the play is supposed to look like or whatever it is. Jalen Milrose decided to throw opposite. He threw to the one-on-one matchup in the corner instead of throwing to the crowd of people on the other side of the end zone. And he did this intentionally. To give his guy the one-on-one shot in the corner. is Am I imagining things? Is that what he did intentionally? Well, I think it developed that way. I don't know if that was the mind. I don't know. I do not know if that's the mindset, but a couple things. Yes, sir. Auburn had three spies on Mill Road. Two defensive ends who you could tell had no... Their Part of their plan was not to get up the field. We're, yeah. we're going against all these Contain. offensive linemen. Just, just hold your spot. Don't let him get loose. we got all these other play, eight players in the end zone. And then you had a guy in the middle, kind of playing middle linebacker, just spying him, not moving, basically just stationary. He could have read the Bible start to finish and then put the Bible down and read War and Peace. He had so much time, right? He had forever. He could have ordered Domino's Pizza and had it the time he had back there. Was this the and 30 minutes or less, Domino's? I, <laughs> I don't know, but... <laughs> I mean, and, and it was a beautiful throw. There was a slight push-off. Johnny Crawford, two decades in the SEC, officiating one of the best in that league for a long time. His own be every Wednesday. He said, that was a slight push-off. You do not call that. They made the right call. You do not call that right there. And uh, a play was made by, by a young receiver out of Buford, Georgia, Bond, who is a young sophomore, has got a lot of speed, and uh, he'll remember that until he's 90. Mm. All right, let's end with this. If Alabama parlays this miracle win into another miracle win on Saturday in Atlanta over Georgia, how does the committee, what do they do with Georgia? Well, Alabama is 100% in, as you know. The Oregon-Washington winner is 100% in. Michigan's a 24-point favorite. They're in. And then you've got the Florida State. If they beat Louisville, they're sitting there undefeated. I think the committee would go ahead and leave Georgia out, which I think would be an absolute travesty. Because if this is about the four best teams, then there's no way. Georgia would be way. They'd be over if a touchdown Georgia favorite over Saturday. Florida They'd be almost Georgia a double-ditch of favorite, Bill, over Florida State, they, right? Georgia, if they lose this game, would be favored over everybody in the playoffs yep. Yep. after losing the game. Yep. Agreed. And, and I think somewhere in the 7.5 to 10-point range over Florida State. Oh, I think somebody uh, – Somebody posted it today. I think it was 13. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you, I mean, the backup quarterback. Something like sure. that. Okay. Double, a double-digit favorite. 
man, that would be a travesty. But I don't think you're wrong. I think there's a real shot that absolutely would play out. And gosh, that would be what a mess yep. for the final year. What a mess it will be. Bill, appreciate it as always. Oh, have, a, yeah. have a great rest of your week. Bill yeah, Keene, uh, tomorrow morning, starting at 6 a.m., 6 to 9, Monday through Friday, here on these airwaves. We're wide open the rest of the hour if you want to get involved. Good discussion right there. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. More of the McFarland Show next. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at Edwin edwinwattsgolf.com In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away, has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. For today, we'll have sunny skies, high 56, partly to mostly cloudy tonight, not as cold as last night, the low 34. Mostly cloudy Thursday, high 60, 
Clouds and showers Friday, high 62. Utilizing the resources of the Little Bug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Week 13 NFL Top 10. Coming up to begin the second hour. Darren and Justin here on the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Let's go to those phones. You want to talk? and We want to talk with you. And we mean it. Let's go to Tony. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, Tony. Uh, first first of all, I want to say great show yesterday. I was just a listener. Uh, and I want to commend Bob on him talking on the Vanderbilt situation. Uh, he was spot on. Darren, you've been spot on. I've been spot on. It, it's just Vanderbilt seems to have a disconnect with everybody right now is the way I feel. And... You know, I mean, and then the football program. Guys, I read something yesterday. I don't know if y'all saw this. Vanderbilt was the only football team in FBS this year that lost 10 games in a row. And there's been there's some bad football teams out there. Hmm. They're the only team in FBS that lost 10 games in a row. They are the only team in the of all the Power 5 schools that uh, went winless in their conference. You know, you see those two stats like that, and then you see everybody hitting the portal, and it's just it's just a damn big mess over there. And with the likes of next year on the schedule, LSU, Texas, and then everybody else coming in, Alabama, it's just not going to get no better over there. No. It's just not. Unfortunately, and, uh, it's not. I mean, it's just not going to get no better. And I think Clark and Lee Clark knows Lee, it. I think he, I think he, he knows, knows it. it. I think he knows. Yep. He's, he's in over his head over there. I really, well, really believe that. Well, in fairness to Clark Lee, he's not the first and he won't be the last. Oh, oh true. That That is true. Um, You know, there's been a lot of talk about, y'all just mentioned it a while ago with Bill, the craziness, the unbelievable pageantry and plays in the mystique of Jordan Hare. Guys, I'm going to tell you when it started, and I was there. I've still got my program, Darren and Justin, and my ticket. The first time ever Alabama had to go there, December 2nd, 1989. That's when the magic of Jordan Hare all began. Alabama came in there ranked number two, Auburn ranked number 11, and beat them 30-20. to 20. And uh, if uh, someday I might drop by the station and let y'all look at the program. And David Housel wrote a great article that day, and he wrote an article, and he was the SID uh, at Auburn, later become uh, AD Air for a while. But he wrote an article called Hope, and it is fabulous. It is a fabulous uh, thing. And uh, But that's when all the unbelievable plays, and all the all the mystique of Jordan Hare and the Iron Bowl started was December second, nineteen eighty nine, when it was the first time ever Alabama come there. You know what we don't there have right anymore, out. Tony. You know what we don't have anymore. You've sparked something with me. We don't have those memories anymore. 
that we could hold on to. We don't have that tangible thing in our hands that we can look back. Because I had, I kept thousands of tickets, sporting events, concert tickets, tickets to everything for over the years. I mean, I had so many, and those days are gone. Like we don't have any of that stuff anymore because obviously everything's on, you know, on our phones, online. So we don't have those memories that we can hold like you are with this 1989 ticket. Unfortunately, our, you know, my kid. He'll never have that. Uh, he'll, he'll never have a Darren, tangible ticket in his did. hand. Let me tell you what I did. You'll look. I still have some uh, relationship to a degree with my ex-wife. I'm married. She remarried. No, but we still talk ball. We love ball. And I actually took a picture of the magazine and our ticket stuff, and I shot it to her, and I said, here it is, uh, 39, 34 years ago. And it's called, you know, it's it's great. And I might bring it by there. But you're right, Darren. You're absolutely right on that. And uh, going down that same road, guys, this hit me today. If Scotty was to be selected to be Middle's new coach from Austin P. 40, uh, what would it be now? 46 years ago, same time, Middle took Austin P.'s coach again. They took yeah. boots. I knew that's where you were going. Yep. Appreciate it, Tony. Thank you as Thank always. Thank you, Tony. Uh, let's do this. We'll take our final break, come back and wrap up the first hour. Nate, we'll get to you on the other side. We'll be right back. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty is our area's premier and most trusted real estate professional, backed by years of experience. So if you're buying, selling, moving, or improving, give the pros a call today at 615-519-3339. 615-519-3339. That's Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty. He's a professional who cares. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. 
Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. And I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. TSU at Alabama A&M tonight in Hoops. Ooh, all right. 7 o'clock is the tip here on these airwaves. 6.45 is when the coverage begins. 615-844-5600. Let's go to Nate down in Columbia. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, Darren, you might have seen this, and Justin, I don't think you have because you're not of the um, risky or risque type. Okay. Have y'all seen the total Iowa points for the first half um, that books have put out there? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I can tell you. I can tell you because I am fascinated with with Iowa over-unders. I think this is... I'm, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I think the... The over-under spread was Michigan in the first half by minus 13.5, and, and the over-under was 19.5, or 19. Is that right? I, I haven't seen that, but have you seen the specific Iowa total points for the first half? No. No, well, over, Michigan is, what, a 24-point favorite, and the over-under on the game is like, isn't it like, 32 or something ridiculous, but yet they're a 24-point favorite. But the Brooks have put the over-under Iowa total points in the first half at half a point. <laughs> the the over-under is uh, is 35 and a half. 35 and a half with a 24-point spread. Uh, Michigan is favored by 21 and a half, according to ESPN. Really? And Iowa projected to score zero points in the first half. Wow. Well, let me just tell you, from somebody who's uh, bet on Iowa over under spreads, I'd take the under. Half a point in the first half. I'm taking the under. They're playing indoors, so, you know, weather won't be a factor this time. So maybe, you know, they can get a field goal or something. Oh, okay. I'm going to take the under. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) But... Uh, one other thing, 
I've got Freddie Krueger burns from taking the over on Iowa football games. I know, which is why I wonder you why you even look their way. <laughs> you say, you know, you got, I was like. I look like I live in a furnace. I was like, what, what Every is this? Time I, you I bet still an over in an Iowa football game. Fooling around with the Iowa Hawkeyes after that? I wouldn't even turn to their page. I'm sorry, <laughs> Nate. Now you're good. <laughs> if Bill is right, where the committee basically is almost forced to put the winner of the SEC championship game in the college football playoff, and it's Alabama, how do you leave Texas out? Because uh, if, if Bama has the best win on everyone's schedule in the entire country, doesn't Texas take that over? Because Well, who are you Bama leaving out if you put Texas, Texas in? I don't know, but I. how do you leave Texas out? It's pretty beat Alabama head-to-head. It's pretty easy to leave Texas out because you just say, well, the game was back in September. And they lost. So head-to-head Oklahoma. still matters? And the game, they'll say the game was back in September. And, you know, the, it was two different teams back then. And, you know, with, you know they, they'll come up with – but that's how they'll justify it. They'll justify it by saying those games were – several months ago and you know their recent body of work and you know they'll, they'll use the language why even work at the beginning of the season I, listen I, Look, I got what you're saying you're asking a good question Nate oh yeah I I, I think it's going to be a mess it's going to be an absolute royal mess I really believe that I think this last year of this four teams is going to be a mess alright that's going to do it for hour number one we'll come back our week 13 NFL top 10 that's all coming up next Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, ABC News. I'm Rena Roy. So far, two more hostages were released today by Hamas. Those Russian Israelis set free in a separate deal from the one that's expected to see more captives released after nearly two months in Gaza. And for the more than 150 hostages remaining in Gaza, as well as the Strip's 1.8 million residents, new health concerns. The U.N. Secretary General warning about those dire conditions in Gaza, soaring infectious diseases there, and saying that in the coming months it's possible that more Gazans will die from infectious diseases than from bombings there. ABC's Matt Gutman in Tel Aviv. Speaker Mike Johnson now saying a vote on whether to expel George Santos from Congress is now likely to happen on Friday. Santos remains defiant after the Ethics Committee found he stole from his campaign and spent the money on Botox and vacations. President Biden is in Colorado touting his administration's clean energy initiatives. This is ABC News. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you're rolling Charmin up to So roll it back, everybody. Roll it back. Soft and nice. My grip is always 
Ultrasoft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Why do you Now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show here on this Wednesday afternoon. Belmont tonight at Northern Iowa. That'll be a 7 o'clock game. College basketball. TSU at Alabama A&M tonight. Also at 7 o'clock. Heard right here on these airwaves. I think some Greg um, Pogie. Pogie. Is that how you say it? I don't know how you the play-by-play guy. Greg the Pogue. Tigers. Yeah. Greg, Greg Pogue? Yeah. Greg Pogue. Okay, Pogue. Okay. I've already had dealings with him earlier this year. I'd rather not, you know, start anything else. You don't, you don't, okay. Yeah, it's just Greg Pogue is fine. We're, by the way, it's getting close to that time of year again. Yeah, that's fine. March I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen again this year, but <laughs> good to know. The coverage for Greg Pogue, as you say. Yes, yes. Uh, will be respect, at Hall of Famer. 45. Respect for, for TSU respect. at Alabama A&M. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our week 13 NFL top 10. All right. Thank you, Damon, for making it official. You can't do this without that music to get everybody in the mood. Last week, Fly Eagles Fly Mm -hmm. was my number one. Well, when you're down... To Buffalo, and you come back, and you kick a long field goal to tie it up, and then you win an OT. I think you're probably going to remain number one. Ugly, yeah, but effective. Doesn't matter. They just keep winning. Their schedule, though, is getting tough. Buffalo was not the only tough game they've got, mm. so we'll see how they come out. On this difficult patch that they've got on their schedule. 49ers up next. Yeah. 
speaking of Philadelphia, number one, number two, San Francisco was my number two last week. They played on Thanksgiving night. They were the nightcap for the triple header and they annihilated the Seahawks. They did. With the neon green. Who called in and just despised those unis? Kenny the Mailman. Kenny the Mailman did not appreciate the neon green Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks did either after that. The way they played, they didn't appreciate those unis either. Yeah. 49ers look to be back. Mm-hmm. They're having no problems since losing those three games in a row and having a bye week. They've come back and they've basically chewed everybody up and spit them out. Yes, sir. San Francisco was two last week. They remain at two this week. But as Justin just said, it does set up one versus two Mm -hmm. this week. Where is that game? At Sam Fran? I do not know. It's a good question. That's my guess. You look that up. I will. Number three, intern Alec. Mm hmm. Dr. Detroit. Mm hmm. Dan Phillips, who used to work. Absolutely. Dan O. Dan O. Trying to think of uh, all the other. Well, I've got some friends I don't need to name. I don't know if they're listening or not listening. The Motor City Kitties were number three last week. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm hmm. Man, they got roughed up. Mm. Remember, on the last show of the week on Wednesday, mm-hmm. in fact, it was DD who called in. It is. And I went over the Thanksgiving record. Yeah. And it was not, not good. good. No. I think it was, what, 4-15 and 15 in the last 19 yeah. Thanksgiving games? A lot of Maalox moments. <sighs> well, I think it's now 4-16 and 16 mm. in their last 20 Thanksgiving games, which they play every year at yeah. home. Detroit got beat up by Green Bay. It's a pretty sizable favorite. We're never really in danger of winning that game. No. It was mind-blowing, really, to see. Everybody kept waiting right, and for, the, just, for the comeback, for the Lions to roar. And mm. here's where they got here's where they have an issue right now. If yeah. you've noticed, while they beat your father's beloved Dub Bears. They did. The week before when Jared Goff was crap for three quarters and he turned it on in the fourth. Jared Goff has not looked very good here recently. Here lately. No. Jared Goff kind of looks like the guy the Rams moved on from. Mm. And he hasn't looked that way all year, but for whatever, he's going through a weird spot right now. Mm. He's in his weird patch. I'll tell you about that weird spot in a minute. Okay. Go ahead. But if he doesn't pull out of this weird patch mm-hmm. and return back to the Jared Goff that we've seen with the Lions the last year and a half, they in trouble. Because old Jared Goff is not going to be good enough for the Motor City Kitties. Detroit obviously slides down. They're not number three anymore. Okay. That team is the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. They just keep annihilating teams. And I get it. They keep annihilating bad teams. They do. It's not their fault. That's what's on the schedule. It's on the schedule. And two of those teams the last two weeks have been division teams. Yeah, got to play them. Those two division teams blow. And they beat up on the commanders. 
bad. Hey, is what it is. Dallas, I, I, I've been saying this for weeks. Dak Prescott, if this is the das- Dak Prescott the rest of the way, you better watch out. Dak mm. is playing, dare I say it, maybe his best ball? No? I mean, he's playing He's playing well. He's playing really well right now. Really well. He can stay away from the sideline. What do you mean? You know, there, he had a good opportunity to kind of seal a game a couple of weeks ago against oh, a great team yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. stepped out of bounds. Yeah, and then, you know. That. Okay. Oh, you went back. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, because... That, that was a two-point conversion, right? I, I think so. Yeah. But, you know. It wasn't good. Dallas Cowboys, number three. All right. Here I am again. Top three teams. Mm-hmm. NFC. Mm-hmm. NFC. Okay. NFC. Your list. Number four. Not the NFC. Kansas City Chiefs. Beat the Raiders. They're the Chiefs. What more is there to say? They're the Chiefs. Yeah. Didn't have the dropsies this past weekend. They're the Chiefs. They're good. They have this guy named Mahomes. Yeah. So Kansas City is number four. Number five. Nice win. Nice, impressive win. And I know Eric's going to call in and tell us about his trust or lack of of the Purple Birds. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And you know what's weird is every time we start praising Baltimore, they lose. Who do they have this week? <laughs> right? It feels like every time we start going, watch out. Uh, watch Here out. Come the Ravens. Here they come. And oh, crap. What just happened to the Ravens? Oh, they ripped and fell. <laughs> Who do they have this they week? They bust their head. Oh, they have a bye. They're off. They're off this they, week. Okay. So they, there's a good. Yes. They're not going to lose this they week. They are off this week. So yes. I cannot jinx them. There you go. Can't hurt them. The Ravens are on a bye. I remember that because I have Mark Andrews, who's hurt and probably done for the season, and they have an off week. All right. The Ravens are number five. Philly one, San Francisco two, Dallas three, Kansas City four, Baltimore five. On to number six. They played the first ever Black Friday game. Did you know that? I did know that. That was the first ever Black Friday game. Yes. And they did it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Isn't that interesting? It was weird. It was. I got to be honest. Like I don't have a problem with the Black Friday game, but 2 o'clock in the afternoon Central Time, 3 o'clock Eastern? It's a strange time. I I thought that was really odd. It's a strange time. Why not just do that at night? I'm sure there's some television folks sitting somewhere who have an exact reason, but I have not spoken to them, so I don't know. Well, you're in television. I, I am in television, but I, you know. Can you speak I to can those ha- TV I people? I can ha- hypothesize, but I don't know. Okay. Well, they went to New York, and, um, you know, they beat the Jets. I mean, I mean the Jets with, uh, who'd they start? Uh, Brian Boyle. Sure. It could have been Susan Boyle, for all I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it was Tim, but we had fun sure. with the boil moment. I know. It gave but, us an know, opportunity to listen, make jokes at, at a boil. When the network executives sat down and picked that game back in April, you know, with Aaron Rodgers again, I, I, I give the league a pass for playing the Jets as much as they do. We thought this was going to be yeah. very different. Yeah. It's Well, it's not. It's not. It's Aaron Rodgers, by the way, by the way, if you haven't heard, 
what was the official wording of it? They have they have cleared, opened a practice oh, window. They, they, there you go. Thank you. I knew it was a weird word. Yes. They've opened a practice window for Aaron Rodgers. So he can now well, go out there and do non-contact. What does that mean? I don't know. Non-contact. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if this actually happens. This win, this dominant win by the Dolphins, which, by the way, had the craziest finish to the first half. I don't know I if saw you saw that. it. I did. So it was a great Tua, return. Tua was awful at the end of the first half. He threw back-to-back picks, and one of them was a pick six. Yeah. Like, the Jets were dead. Like, it was very clear. Like, they couldn't score. Like, they have no offense at all. And it was like, Tua, just don't do anything dumb, and the Dolphins are going to pitch a shutout and win. Well, he did some things dumb there at the end of the first half. He threw back-to-back picks. One of them a pick six and let the Jets back in. And, of course, the Jets, being the Jets, what did they do? They missed the extra point. Yeah, they can't really do that. So then the next series, he throws another pick right before the half. The Jets throw the Hail Mary. The Dolphins catch it at the one or right at the goal line. Right at the goal line, yeah. And return it 99 or 100 yards. Beautiful return, It was a beautiful return for a touchdown. It wasn't like one of those straight line returns. Like, he zigged and zagged and forced some people to miss. I mean, it was a nice return. If I were the Jets fans, that's when I would have packed up and went home. Like, this this is our season. This is what it is. Like, this is, like, what? They've experienced a whole bunch of this. What are we doing? Yeah. Why are we here? Yeah. Yeah. Why are we here? They've experienced this quite a bit. The last thing I'll say, this Miami win did come at a cost, though. Okay. What a cost. Jalen Phillips Uh, for his Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. And he was having his best season thus far. Yeah. The first round pick, what, three years ago, I think. Jalen Phillips is out. He's done. And he, like I said, he was on defense. He was having quite the game, yeah, and quite the year. And he tore his Achilles. He's out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that affects the Dolphins moving forward. And also, I don't know if you saw today. Last thing, I lied. One more. Tyree killed today. Said that uh, this Dolphins team is better than the Kansas City Chiefs winning Super Bowl team that he was on. Oh, okay, okay. So get ready for that the rest of the week because that'll be a topic that everybody will be talking mm-hmm. about. Miami's number six. Detroit, they were three. They lost to the Packers. It was a bad loss. They they have looked bad the last two weeks. They came back down 12 in the last four and a half minutes to beat the Bears at home, and then they lost to the Packers at home. Detroit, I'm not going to punish them too bad, but they go from three to seven. Jacksonville, they won by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin. Texans miss a 58-yard field goal at the buzzer as it hits the goalpost and doinks off. They escape with a three-point win in Houston. Jacksonville is number eight. Pittsburgh, I don't like them. I certainly don't love them. Mm -hmm. But guess what? They fired Matt Canada, and they had over 400 yards of offense. (laughs) So I don't know. Still not a lot of points, though. No. But they did have over 100, 400 yards of offense, which obviously had not happened, I don't think, ever on Matt Canada's watch, I believe. I don't think I so. I believe that was the stat. They had never had a 400 or more better total offensive day under Matt Canada, and they got it. Pittsburgh got the win. It wasn't pretty, but that's just what we've seen from Mike Tomlin football. It's not pretty. That's it. But they got the win. They're number nine. And buckle up. Last week I had Houston. They lost. They got to go out. 
Buckle up, Justin. Number 10 for me. Yeah. They've won five in a row. <laughs> the Orange Crush. You're letting them in, huh? I'm letting them in. Jeez. By the way, they beat Buffalo. And they beat Kansas City in that winning streak. Go disrespect the Cleveland Browns like that. And they beat Cleveland, who All was right. the seven and three team at the time. Hey, they've won five in a row. What do I say? I'm just telling you, you better watch out. All right. They look like they're getting things right in Denver. The Broncos are my number ten team. That's six and five. Yeah. Unreal. Five in a row. But is it really unreal again? But that's okay. Philly. San Francisco, Dallas, Kansas City, Baltimore, Miami, Detroit, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, and Denver. That is my top 10 for week 13. We'll come back. The other McFarland. His name is Justin. He'll have his top 10 next. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownie? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. 
This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derrick Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Every Wednesday at 3 o'clock we do this, our NFL Top 10. I gave you mine. Now here's the other McFarland. His name is not Booger. His name is Justin. Best believe it's not our good friend Anthony McFarland, Super Bowl champion. Oh, you you call him Anthony? I call him Anthony. Okay. You know, we can do that. We're family. So, you know, I can okay. call him Anthony. I thought only when you're mad. Are you mad at him? <laughs> I'm not mad at him. Oh, okay. It's fine. It's Anthony. Anthony McFarland. Um, great, great career with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champion. Don't you forget it. LSU Tiger. LSU Tiger. Yes, he was. All right, everybody. Uh, top 10 list for the National Football League on this day, November the 29th year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, these are the top 10 teams in the NFL, according to me. This is my list. I made these decisions all by my lonesome. You don't have a committee? I do not have a committee. It's a okay. committee of one. Okay. Well, technically, it's three people, me, myself, and I, if you caught that. <laughs> Let's go to uh, the number one team. And really, there's not a lot of changes on my list. And let me tell you why there's not a lot of changes on my list. There's not a lot of changes on my list because I didn't have to reshuffle after I overranked the team like my compadre across the table here did. So he had to like reshuffle an entire well, lineup because he put the Detroit Lions at yeah. number three. And that's what happens with these lists. When you put somebody up really high and then mm-hmm. they fall, now you got to figure out what to do. So my list really hasn't changed a whole lot because, I, again, I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get to the lines. Well, uh, number, in fairness, you yes. have gotten used to the reshuffle, so you now, know, listen, you know what it, the reshuffle looks like. I've done it before. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's never happened to me. Tampa, I, I'm not saying it's never happened. Pittsburgh. All I'm saying is, at this particular moment, my list didn't have to change a whole lot because uh-huh. you know I kept those teams away from the top of the list. Okay. Uh, number one on my list is uh, the same as last week. It's the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, you know, listen, the Eagles are fly. Eagles fly. These are tough games they're winning. And one or two, one of two things is going to happen to the Eagles. Either they're going to run out of gas at the end of the season in a crucial situation because they've been in so many of these close games that they've been in, or it's going to harden them and they're going to be really tough to deal with because they've been in so many close games and they know how to win these things. One, of two, one or the other is going to happen. I don't know which one. But, you know, either they're going to run out of gas or they're going to continue to be able to beat teams in, in, in close contests. So the Eagles, number one on my list. Number two on my list is those San Francisco 49ers. Um, they are number two because they are a rough and tumble bunch. And this does set up that number one versus number two game, which, by the way, is in Philadelphia. Is it? Okay. It is a Lincoln financial field. Mm. Out there in Philadelphia, so it is the 49ers who, again, are going to have to make that cross-country trip. Remember, they just made the trip to play Jacksonville 
a few weeks ago, and now they're having to get back on the plane and make another trip back over here to play the uh, the Eagles here in a tough game at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So heads up. Uh, I, I don't know, but I, I think it gives the Eagles a slight advantage with the 49ers are having to travel as much as they are. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that game. But the for now, the 49ers number two, which means somebody's going to fall next week. I'm not sure if it's going to be the Eagles or the 49ers, but somebody's not going to be up there at number two. Number three on my list, the untrustworthy Baltimore Ravens continue to sit there, and they will sit there. They're off this week. Good for them. Um, but you have to respect the record a little bit. They're 9-3. and three. If the playoffs began today, which I know they don't, but if they did, the Baltimore Ravens would be the number one seed in the AFC. They would have a bye week. And the uh, playoff, uh, you know, the the road to the Super Bowl would run through Baltimore, Maryland, in M&T Bank Stadium, which is not an easy place to be or play in, in January. So um, right now the Ravens are number three. Let's see if they can hold on, though. That's the trick as we move into December. All right, number four. The toughest out in the entire National Football League, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. If you're the Ravens, you need to do everything you can to hold on to that number one seed. Uh, Because if I got to play Patrick Mahomes and company, I'd rather do it in Baltimore than trying to do it in Kansas City. uh, Where they have been untouchable, really, over the past uh, few years. So, untouchable. They haven't been beat, is what I'm trying to say. They've they've run into... They've had much easier times winning games there in Kansas City uh, more times than not. So, number four, Chiefs Kingdom for me this particular week. Uh, Chiefs are the Sunday night game yes. at Lambeau Field. Oh. Which I don't know why the 49ers-Eagles is not Sunday oh, night. Oh, that's easy. You you don't know. Why would you put because Chiefs-Packers? It, it, because Fox, which I work for. Thank you, Fox 17. Uh, the game is on Fox 17. Fox protects a certain amount of games. Okay. So the NFL just can't come get whatever they want. They're, you mean NBC? No, NBC, yes. NBC can't come just take whatever they want. Okay. The networks are able to protect a certain amount of games. Now, how many games? I'm unsure on that. I always have been. I'm not sure exactly how many games they're able to earmark, but they're able to earmark a couple of games for them because the 3 o'clock game, believe it or not, Darren, is a higher-viewed game than even the 12 o'clock games are. Sales just told me, my sales department just shared that with me hmm. uh, a couple of months ago. The 3 p.m. games get higher ratings than the noon games. No, that's not surprising. People come home from church, church yeah. and they're ready to well, they you go know, watch football. Church, they go out to eat. Yeah. So, yeah. so by the time you get back, you know, uh-huh. you're know you ready to roll with the football. So, yeah. um, th- But that's why it's not a Sunday night game. Okay. All right. Uh, number five on my list, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have been impressive. They've beat up on teams they're supposed to beat. Um, it's not surprising. You know, my my partner over here said that Dak Prescott is playing some of his best football. Well, yeah, because he's playing the Giants and the Commanders. That's who he's been playing. So, yeah, he looks really good against those teams. He's supposed to. The problem is, is when they play other teams in games that really matter. So we're shaping up on another year this year where the Cowboys are probably going to finish, what, 13 and 4? They're 8 and 3. They're going to finish up, you know, okay, they're going to finish up 12 and 5 or something. And they're going to be the 5 seed. They're going to be the 5 seed because they'll be the second best team in their own division, which means they'll have to play road games. So what's the use of going 12 and 5 if you've got to play road games? Because they can't beat the Eagles 
and you know they can't do the other things necessary to really become the dominant team they want to become so people have to go play in the billion dollar ballpark which they don't have to so the the cowboys are at a disadvantage they're, they're flying high now it's the regular season they're the number five team on my list by the way they're tomorrow night's game they've got an interesting game against the seattle seahawks coming up here uh the seahawks need to win that game they've That's lost two in a row night. tomorrow night they it's need out dallas though it is at dallas but the seahawks need to win that game they do yeah. all right number uh six will be the uh, jacksonville jaguars uh trevor lawrence and company getting it done uh down that game was in houston getting it done down there in houston and uh Telling the the young bucks down there, hey, listen, listen, you know, we we know what it was like to be young and and you know and, and shocking people, but you know, but, and hush all that noise, okay? We're here. This is this is our division. So the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in at uh, at number six on my list, and listen, they've got a matchup coming up here Monday night football. Monday night football against mm-hmm. the Joe Burrow less, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals, and again, that's another game. Where the networks back in April mm-hmm. were thinking, man, sure. Joe Burrow against Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. on, on Monday Night Football. This sounds fantastic. Yep, and it, it might have been, but but no, uh, that game in Jacksonville. By the way, by the way, I'm showing where that game is on ABC. Yeah, it's on ABC and ESPN. Oh, they're okay. Yeah, they've been doing that the have, last few weeks. Have they? Yeah. Okay, because they I, did that last. Week. I just go to ESPN because I just sure. thought it was on ESPN. Sure, sure, and and because it is. But the actors' strike from earlier in the oh, year, okay, means that television production came to a halt. Okay, which means the sitcom or whatever it is that would have come on, yeah, they they don't make those right now. And here we are in the fall, where normally new programming comes on, so you can't throw on a rerun. I mean, you could, but uh. You expect to see something new. And here they have this nice NFL product that the Disney Corporation has already paid for. (laughs) So why not just put it right on over there on Monday Night Football's original home of ABC, which a lot of people will forget. Uh, But, you know, it was only on ABC for decades. Yeah. So the ESPN, you know, version of this is relatively new. Uh, Jacksonville, number six on my list. Number seven is the Miami Dolphins, the... Uh, hit and miss team on my list. They can rise. They can fall. Uh, listen, the Miami Dolphins can beat anybody. They really could. They could beat anybody. The Miami Dolphins can beat Kansas City. That wouldn't be unheard of. They can show up to the yard and beat Kansas City. They can show up to the yard and beat Philadelphia. I believe they could. Now, will they? That's something different. What are they going to look like on that given day when they get there? I, I don't know. That's the trick with them. So... Because they're inconsistent, they tend to slide to the back of my list. Uh, even though they win, they're impressive. They score a lot of points. They're exciting to watch. Tyreek Hill's talking trash. Man, what's not like? What's not to like? Here's the other problem with the Miami Dolphins. Shh, I don't know if anybody told you. Shh. This is this is a less lesser known type of secret. Okay, the Miami Dolphins have not won a playoff game in twenty something years. I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people knew that, hmm. but look it up. They they haven't won a playoff game in a couple of decades. So we'll see what happens when they get to January because they lost last year to Buffalo in a game where they played well, but they didn't win the game. So yeah, all right. They're at Washington this week. Oh well, they'll look impressive yet again then. Uh, number eight on my list are those pecs, uh, pesky. Pittsburgh Steelers. 
uh, continuing to win tight ball games. Uh, they won another tight one. And listen, this is how you get there uh, with the with the Steelers. I know people are like I I like the Steelers. The Steelers are just so 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 what? They're they're so seven and four is what they are. They're so the number five seed right now in the AFC is what they are. If the playoffs began today, how about you like this? Steelers and Dolphins for the opener mm. for the four playoff game in Miami. Mm. In Miami, you telling me the Steelers can't win that? Yes, they can. <laughs> yes, they could. You can go down there and put together a game plan and beat the Miami Dolphins. They wouldn't have their hands full, but they could do it. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here. But they are uh, number eight on my list uh, this particular week. And, again, they're going to be around. And if they just win two more games, it'll be 16 years now that they have gone where they will not have a losing record, which is just still unreal. And nobody knows how they're doing it. It's smoke and mirrors. No one under their quarterback is terrible. They have a half a receiver. They've got two studs on defense and they're seven and four. Like, how does that, what are you talking about? Well, the Steelers, the Steelers brand of football. All right. Number nine, number nine is the most talked about team on this particular list between the two of us. And that is the Detroit lions. Darren mentioned something about Jared golf playing in a weird spot as of late. And Darren, let me let me enlighten you, my friend, about the weird spot that Jared Goff is playing in. He's playing in November in Detroit, is what it is. That that's what you're not factoring in. It's November, and he's playing in a Detroit Lions uniform. That's the weirdness that you're experiencing there. So that that's what's happening. And you know, it's been going on for for a little while here. And I'm not saying the Lions are in the middle of collapse. I don't believe that at all. I believe the Lions are a good football team. I just believe they're untrustworthy. To do anything serious, uh, you know, when January comes around. And so, you know, they can continue to win, and that's great. And they do great things. You know, they look good. But do I believe they're actually as good as they look? No. Do I think they can go beat the Eagles? No. No. Do I believe if the Eagles came to them? Could they? No. No. Do I believe they can beat the 49ers? No, not really. They're going to have to show me. Now, listen, if they can, they can. But they're going to have to show me about it. Now, can they win their division? Sure. Can they have a nice playoff win? Let's see. Who would they play? Uh, if the playoffs began today, they would get Seattle in round one. Could they beat the Seahawks? They sure could. They could beat the Seahawks in a wild card game. But then what happens after that? that that's, the, that's the key question with them. So they can have a nice season. Good for them. But they're number nine because I, I don't think they're, I think they're in for a nice season is where I think they're going for but I'm not putting them on a top 10 list for them to go absolutely nowhere coming up here soon, which I think they're going to be stuck in neutral when the playoffs get here. But we'll see. We'll see. Rain down on me when, when it doesn't happen, okay, or when it happens, or whatever. Talk, talk to trash. I, I'm fine. Um, number 10. The Indianapolis Colts are sneaking in at number 10 on my particular list. That's right. The uh, This week's matchup against the um, Tennessee Titans. Here uh, are number uh, number 10 on my list. The Indianapolis Colts, if the playoffs began today, they would be the seventh seed. The Colts, think about this matchup. Gardner Minshew and the Colts going to Kansas City in the in the first round of the of the AFC wildcard game would be the opening round there. Um, they've played well enough. They've won three games in a row. Uh, they put themselves in a good position. They've got the Titans coming up. We'll see if they can capitalize. But they're number 10 on my list this particular week. 
So here are the top 10 yet again in order. The Eagles at number one, San Francisco at number two, Baltimore at number three, Kansas City at number four, Dallas at number five, the Jacksonville Jaguars at number six, the Dolphins at number seven, the Steelers at number eight, the Detroit Lions get to number nine, and the Indianapolis Colts rounded off at number 10. Now, the worst team in all of football, I am a man true to my word. I said the loser of the Titans and Panthers game would be the worst team in football, and that would mean the Carolina Panthers certainly would qualify, especially after firing their head coach after losing to the Titans. They are a complete mess, and I did confirm that, Darren. They do not have the number one pick and the NFL draft, they do not have a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. They did trade that pick to the Chicago Bears. Yeah. So they can't even look forward to the draft. They they traded it. It's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, look, it's Carolina. I mean, we, ha- we had them Carolina last week, both of us. Or no, you had the, the winner or the loser. loser. Yeah. yeah, so um, I had Carolina last week. So obviously nothing changed after what we just witnessed here on Sunday. I mean, Although the Patriots made a good case. Yeah, they're bad. Patriots they're bad. made an excellent case this. to be number one. Here's my quick observation on the Patriots. Mac Jones is broken. He is broken. And I don't know if he can be fixed. Well, it feels like they've kind of moved on from him. Well, I know, but he got back in there and he's broken. Yeah. He is broken. The confidence is shot. Yeah, it's shot. Yeah. And and look, they're going to have what the two pick. I mean, they're they're going to be drafting a franchise quarterback. They are or attempting to draft one. And, and isn't that going to be interesting? Yeah. Um, and it, who will be coaching that and, franchise? And who will be coaching that franchise quarterback um, going forward? Here um, is is going to be the key question. And the Patriots got a lot of very important decisions to make about the future of of their entire franchise. It's going to be shaped here for the next decade, essentially by what they decide to do at coach and what they decide to do at quarterback here in the offseason. All right, we're wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600 if you'd like to react to that or anything else sports-wise, you can do that. You're listening to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more Visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers.
Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football-centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid, and we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show, video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. The TSU Tigers, led by Brian Penny Collins as their head coach, will be down in Alabama A and M tonight. Seven o'clock tip. Six forty five. Coverage beginning right here on these airwaves. So be listening for that. Greg Pogue will have your call. Let's go to the phones. Eric, what's up? Hey, Darren, a couple of things. First of all, not only Fox, but CBS, the, the networks, they get to if they want to protect their top games, and they generally will do that. They're, they're going to protect their number one game. And mm. also, ABC has been running Monday Night Football for the entire year. It's have they really? The whole year. You yeah. know, I'm every, just so trained week. to always go to yeah. ESPN. I didn't even look yeah. at ABC. Interesting. Yeah, ABC. That, of course, since ESPN is more live, I think they are, are a little bit live cause, uh, uh, behind them because sometimes I'll flip to both and I'll see ESPN and then I'll turn to ABC and they're like a little bit behind them in their broadcast coverage. So that's interesting. So they've anyway, been doing a lot of times this year an ABC broadcast, an ESPN yeah. broadcast, simulcast, mm-hmm. and a Manning yeah. cast that is all correct. at the yeah. same yeah. time. Yeah. That is correct. Wow. Now, guys, what's going to be interesting, I don't think they're on the same time. I don't know. But, of course, they've got two Monday night games uh, a week from Monday night. The mm-hmm. Dolphins and the Titans and Green Bay and the Giants. Those are the Monday night games. Because usually they would do that the first week of the season. Yuck. Monday night doubleheader. They didn't yeah. do that this year. Yeah. But, anyway, guys. Here's, well, who's here's got the other here. Monday night game then? Who's, who's uh, carrying the other one? Is that like an I'm Amazon? 
Not sure. No, uh, no, I, I no. Mean, no. I, I'm, 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 I'm guess what they may do is like have one on ESPN and the other one on ESPN two. I guess, or unless ABC and ESPN. I don't, I don't, I don't know that because I'm, I'm assuming that since one's in New York and one's in Miami, that uh, one will probably overlap with the other. One may start like at like six fifteen, and the other one will start, I guess, at seven fifteen. That's the way it'll probably be because you can't do that with the doubleheader the Titan, of where they're playing at. The Titans-Dolphins game ESPN. is going to be on ESPN. The Packers-Giants game will be on ABC oh, and wow. ESPN+. Okay. Plus. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Now, don't be deceived by that because what has to happen here in Nashville is the Titans have to air their games on an over-the-air station. So one of the local stations has to carry the Titans game per work? league rule. What do you mean? What does it work? Like, how do they determine? Because well, obviously ABC, so Channel 2's out. Well, maybe. Most of the time there's a bid. Most of the time the local stations bid on the games. Okay. And, you know, figure out who's going to carry it locally here. In this particular case, however, uh, ABC may or the local ABC affiliate may have the first right of refusal here. So we'll have to see what happens. I, I need to ask about it. I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be determined. But I do know that that game, the Titans-Dolphins game, will have an ESPN look, but it will air on one of the local stations. If it, yeah, if you find out it is Fox seventeen, will you break it on the show? W- w- no, because I won't break it. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But who, because, who, who knows? Man. I mean, normally they wouldn't have those games <laughs> at the same time because of the like market. But it's been a little bit different because I think uh, even though the Titans are playing, also I think there is another game on at the same time. I think uh, I forget who's playing, but I think there is another game up against Titans. You know, Titans playing home. But anyway, let me get to my top ten. Okay, at number ten, I've got the Cleveland Browns. At number nine, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here's the interesting thing about Pittsburgh, guys. I think they're going to finish with another winning record. Their next two games, they play Arizona at home Sunday. And the next Thursday night, they play at home against the New England Patriots. That's the next Thursday night game next week. And they also have to go to Indy and play the Colts. They play uh, at Seattle. Uh, they play at Baltimore, and they host Cincinnati. So that's pretty much, I believe, the rest of their schedule. It's pretty favorable. My num- yeah, yeah. Num- number eight team is the Detroit Lions. I had them number two last week, but they dropped all the way to number eight. They've just not been playing well. Number seven is Jacksonville. Number six is Dallas. Here's the thing about Dallas. Their next five games are all against teams winning records. Seattle tomorrow night. Then they play Philadelphia a week from Sunday night at home. Then they play at Buffalo, at Miami, Detroit, and Monday night football. And then they put- close out the year at Washington. So we're going to find out mm-hmm. a lot about Dallas over the next few weeks. I got San Francisco at number five, and they may be the second best team we're playing right now. That's 3J Streak. I didn't drop them out. I just dropped them down a little bit. But if they win next week over Philadelphia, I might move them up ahead, even though some of these teams may have still won. But I've got Miami at number four, Kansas City at number three, Baltimore at number two, which I still don't trust them. But they've got the best record at AFC. I got to have them number two. And number one, of course, is Philadelphia. The interesting thing about Philadelphia, guys, is they are getting the short in the stick the next two weeks. They're playing this Sunday against San Francisco, who will have had 10 days off when they play them. Then when they go to Dallas next Sunday night, they're playing the Cowboys, who will have had 10 days off when they play them. Now, if Philadelphia can get through that and win these next two games, hey, there's no question about it. They're definitely the best team. My feeling is, I, don't, I think they're going to lose one of these next two games. I don't know both of them, but I think they'll lose one of the next two. I think the game they're more likely to lose is probably this Sunday in San Francisco, but we'll see. Guys, y'all take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Eric. That is a, that is a rough stretch for Dallas. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it is a rough stretch for them. But. We, <laughs> but it's a, to your point. Yeah. 
like they're really not. I mean, I don't want to say they're not in content. Like they're two games out, but the division winning the division is probably not going to happen. No. So to your point, all the other division winners will be a higher seed than them. Yep. So the best they can do is to fall in line at what the what the five seed. Yeah. Because the five, six, and seven are the wild card teams, right? Now, yes, that is correct. But here's the deal with being the five seed, and this is why you want to be the five seed. The five seed is more than likely going to end up playing the uh, division winner of the NFC South. Now, Darren, do you know who's leading the NFC South right now? Who would go to the playoffs if the playoffs started today out of the NFC South? Um, I'm going to go with New Orleans. It is not. Atlanta is the, is the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yuck. So the Dallas Cowboys, if the playoffs started today, they're the number five seed. They would open up at Atlanta. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. Because, and that's real. Look, they're going to be the five. Okay. Unless they miraculously win this division, which they're not, I don't think. Don't think so they'll not. be the five seed. I mean, nobody, nobody outside. Look, San Francisco is going to win their division, right? They're the other good yeah. team. Like, all the good teams are going to win the divisions. Detroit yeah. will win the division. So, they're going to be the best of the rest by far. You would think. It wouldn't even, no, it won't even be close. There's two games ahead of the Seattle Seahawks right now who are the number 16 Who they seed, play tomorrow who night. Who they play tomorrow night. Yeah. So, a win tomorrow night would really solidify them Basically, at number five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Which means they would get Atlanta, New Orleans, or whoever falls out of the NFC South. Interesting. All right, we'll uh, come back and wrap up Wednesday's edition of The McFarland Show. We'll do that next. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and the station. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 
100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect it to left when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Exciting one last night at Bridgestone Arena. Yes, it was. We had David Boyle on yesterday's show. Good conversation with DP. And the Predators went out there and beat the pesky Penguins. Yes, they did. For their sixth in a row. They did it in OT. Philip Forsberg. Philip Forsberg with the game winner. It's always nice to beat the Penguins. Mm-hmm. Sidney Crosby in his 18th season. Mm. Mm. 18 years. He's Of course, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer and is going to go down as one of the greatest to ever play the Absolutely. game. Absolutely. With 100%. Absolutely. So I'd say if they had a Mount Rushmore of hockey, probably on there. He'd be close, right? He'd be in the, in the discussion. Yeah, yeah. he'd be in the in discussion. discussion yeah. In the discussion. Yeah, it's so Preds, man, they're rolling right now. They 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 look like a confident team. They look like uh, you know, a team that started off five and ten wow. is now eleven and ten. And they'll have Minnesota at Bridgestone Arena tomorrow night, and John Hines will mm-hmm. be on the bench serving as the head coach for the wild. It it looks like a team that's been sleeping in their own beds for a while. You, you know, a, a big part of their season was that Canadian and West Coast road trip um, where they did not play well. Uh, but this stretch of nine of ten games at home so far is going to be, you know, a, a big success of their season. And not only that, I, I think it, it does set a certain tone at home, which this team has always kind of had with them. Uh, something they really didn't have last year, I felt like, um, was this uh, edge on them at home. But for them to win these games, and most of them to have been at home, yeah. I think will bode well for them the rest of the season and, and kind of sets a tone for them so when they play in that building, they, they kind of have a good feeling about it. We'll see where all this goes. Um, you know, Can they beat Minnesota tomorrow night? Sure. Sure, why not? They just fired their coach. Yeah, but, beat Minnesota. But, you know, I mean, you, you just never know, right? Because yeah. hockey is weird. I've never seen it. It's the it's the one sport that I feel like 
they fire coaches and they get on magical runs with the new guy. Yeah. I can't explain it. I don't know why it happens, but it does in hockey, Justin. It just does. Mm -hmm. Like the St. Louis Blues were the worst team in hockey. Yeah. And they fired their coach and they brought in Craig Berube and they, the worst team in hockey at the midway point in hockey. And they won the cup. Doesn't that happen in baseball a little bit as well? To, I don't to a degree, feel like but it not the does same way. in hockey. Okay. For whatever reason, the Penguins have done it. They mm. have fired their coach midseason and gone on to the Stanley Cup final or to win it with the with the next guy. It's it's weird, man. I don't I don't have an explanation on why, and I'm not saying the Wild are going to do it. I'm not saying that at all <laughs> with John Hines. I'm not. I'm saying. There is this weird precedent where it happens a lot in hockey. Yeah. Where the new guy comes in midway through a season and they just m- turn into a good team. Yeah. And it's like, what? It's also still early in the season here, Dan. Yeah, it is. You know, so, you know, these teams will hit streaks. It's a hot streak now. You know, it could turn cold later, but the goal is to to get it while it's hot. Okay, I mean, you got to make hey, these games all count. So you know, if this team is really going to make a playoff push, which this is the first time we've talked about them in that light, because before we thought this was going to be sort of a developmental season, but if they can do this, then then why not? Then why not sneak into the playoffs here? Why not make a go of it then? If they can, if they can actually do it. Well, two things that they have going in their favor right now. Philip Forsberg is on fire. He's paid to be a star, mm-hmm. and he's been a star. UC, star. UC Saros is their star goaltender. He got off to a very slow start. UC has picked it up. Yeah, Big 31 time. saves last night. He was the third star of the week last week, too, in NHL. So he's been really good, and obviously when you get – Hot goaltender. Right. When you're getting Soros playing like Soros and Forsberg on fire, then that usually leads to wins, and that's what's going on. All right, that'll do it for our show today. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Don't forget TSU basketball tonight at 7 o'clock. We'll talk to you tomorrow starting at 2. See you then.